1: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Connor Lawler. I've already introduced myself, but I'm joined as always by my best pal, Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going?
2: Great, Connor. How are you doing? (laughs) Nailed it today.
1: He (laughs) loves when I get it wrong.
2: (laughs) Because it means I don't have to think of a bit. You've already done the bit.
1: Damn it, I hate when I had to do that. Um, We're not even going to do a second take. You'd think we would. But I mean, we've done these so many times that at this point, our brains are numb. But this is Hero Zero. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. I normally do DC characters... And Sean true. normally does Marvel characters.
2: Even more um, true.
1: Yeah. Now, Sean, you are obviously now on a high because my, my perfect uh, aura has now been broken because, you know, I'm always so amazing at everything I do. That of course.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now you're mortal just like the rest of us, <laughs> Connor.
1: Just like the rest of the peasants. I hate it.
2: <laughs> wow, he's coming in strong. He's coming in strong but, with um,
1: this one. I'm doing I a character this week that um, I'm very excited to do. And people who are very, very, very early listeners might have already heard a little bit about this, but oh, I'm, I'm pretty positive. early posi- listener. Uh, <laughs> but I am doing DC's character, Huntress, Sean.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Helena, the, the ba, 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 something Ellie, Bertinelli? Bertinelli,
1: yeah, yeah, pretty close. Oh, Helena Bertinelli. Um Helena Bertinelli is who I'm doing this. I just thought we could do with a good character because yes, for we've, a change. We've had we've had some bad ones in the last few weeks and also some batchy crazy ones. It's
2: um, true. I did the batshit crazy one.
1: <laughs> always so. I don't know how long this report is going to be because she's really interesting. This is one of the most interesting origins like of a lot of DC characters. One of my favorite origins. And I like telling the whole story, which normally implies like it's going to be like it's going to be a few paragraphs to really try and get through and delve into this. Um, but she is a Gotham-based character as well, which is probably why I know a little bit more about her. Um, yeah. And if you haven't heard of the Huntress, uh, she's she's a pretty big character in terms of. I mean, she's appeared in DC's Arrow, like in the early seasons. Oh a yeah, lot. I forgot she had. Yeah, she's in that? Birds. Of, yeah, she's in Birds of Prey as well. Birds of Prey as well, yeah, like, she, she's a character that I think in the last few years has definitely gone a bit more into the spotlight, but I think she's DC's Punisher, but I don't want to, like, resolve her down to that, because I think I think she's a bit more 3D than Punisher, and I don't mean that as an insult to the Punisher no, but- character,
2: from what I know about both of those characters, they, they've they've adapted and adjusted to their life in very different ways.
1: Um, well, But I also think she kind of, it depends on the who's writing it. So the character can have a much darker tone. Uh, she can have like a much lighter tone. It's a lot of um, Batman and all the other group and the Justice League tried to tone her down rather right. than like... Bring her up. They don't have to bring her up, they need to raid her back a lot of the times.
2: Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, so she was created, um, she's also uh, not the first Huntress, she is the second Huntress, but uh, she's the one that everyone knows. So she was in Huntress number one in 1989, and her creators were Joey Cavalleri and Joe Staten, um, who had actually worked on the Helena Wayne version previously. Now, Helena Wayne is the original uh, Huntress.
2: And, right, but that's in, like.
1: Yeah, but that's in, like, the fucking 50s. Like, that's a completely yeah. different universe.
2: Yeah, stuff was still being, like, figured out at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, So, in Huntress number one, so I'm about, um, I hear, I'm going to try and do this origin. We're going to try yeah, and get fine. through it, right? Go for here, here we go. All right. This is it. also. Could you give us a like and follow or whatever, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on? It would really help us out. Shall we also do do a thing where Spotify asks a random question at the end of each show, and we just make you answer just in a really random whatever way.
2: question. Yeah, whatever question we want. Uh, write a better intro for Connor uh, this week. I would <laughs> say How would something you he can remember us, easily. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Um, so Maria Bertinelli the wife of Franco Bertinelli of the mafia family in Gotham City was the subject of frequent beatings from her husband though he would never hit her in the face so she nobody would ever know what was happening but he would hit her everywhere else so right um, bad dude so, Maria, so the Bertinelli's are a massive mafia family in Gotham City Maria is the wife... Yeah, Franco's the husband. Maria's... Franco, not a nice man in any way. He's like the head don of the mafia. She's now in the mafia, but she's getting the shit over. She begins to have an affair with a man called Santo Casamento. And uh, eventually becomes pregnant uh, with him. Right. And so knowing the unborn child wasn't his, Franco... Not happy about this. It actually continued to even beat Maria throughout her pregnancy, uh, throughout the whole thing. When Maria gave birth to this child of her illicit union, she chose the name Helena Rosa Bertinelli as the okay. name of the child. Um, so during the first eight years of Helena's life, she lived in the household of a mafioso without ever even being aware of what criminal dealings were taking place there because she's only seven. So... Okay.
2: She can't like comprehend the idea of this underground world that is run by gangsters. Yeah, and, and like they're the, and
1: they're basically like yeah the biggest cr- gang or the mafia gang in all of Gotham. Um,
2: yeah, she's like, oh, it's my dad's work like doesn't pay attention.
1: Exactly. Um, when Helena was eight year old, eight years old, however, the the Bertinelli's were having a dinner, and a man barged into the household during the dinner and shot Franco, Maria, and Pino Bertinelli. Um, so everyone was shot except Helena and so her mother her father and all of her family are killed except right. for Helena who's only eight the hit came from um, a different uh, uh, the, the hit came a from family. her biological
2: father basically so that's why she was the only one left alive
1: ah but that's where the twist comes where the biological father actually gave the original the original order was to keep The girl alive, but he actually meant Maria. He didn't mean (sighs) Helena. So he wanted to kill everyone, and then him and Maria go off into the sunset.
2: What? Also, oh, also a bad dude. He wanted to kill kids. His his plan was
1: kill everyone, and then me and Maria can be together forever. Um,
2: Right. Everyone else is an obstacle to that.
1: But they turned up and they killed everyone except for her, Um, and she was spared. Um, The gunmen were confused between Maria and Helena, and so Helena was spared, even though she wasn't supposed to be. So she's not meant to be alive, but she is. Um,
2: Wow, and now all of her family is dead.
1: Everyone. Such a cool origin, to be fair. Great,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Helena is is placed under the care of her uncle Tommaso's nephew, uh, Salvatore Sora. I'm going to throw a lot of names at you, but I'm going to try and... It's very basic. She goes to live with her uncle, right? Grant, cool. Uncle Um, Sal. Um and she was taken back to the old country in Sicily, where she'd be kept safe where the family was still sort the, of they're still strong the the family yeah. name is still strong in sicily, so they're she's immediately sent back to Italy to be like what Nobody's going to is attack ab- you there. Yeah,
2: absolutely nothing is going to happen to you there. Like, they because
1: we the own that place. Like, nobody yeah. comes in and out of that area without us knowing. Um, when arriving, she's terrified. She remained there for a number of years, watching her cousin and her uncle train and practice with we- weapons and hand to hand combat. However, the nightmare stayed with her. One night, her cousin showed her that she could only stop the nightmare by putting an end to those who murdered her family. Blood cries for blood. You can see the Punisher. Love
2: that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like Um, pure vengeance. When
1: when taken into the barn, she asked her cousin to teach her how. Picking up a crossbow on the wall, she trained until the age of 15 when she was sent to a boarding school in Switzerland to protect her from the Italian authorities who were cracking down on the mafia at this point. So she sent off the boarding school. Like, the the police are coming in on
2: us. Yeah. So, So she's just moving around all this time. Like... And just still filled with rage and anger. So she's
1: got she's got him until she's eight. Then she's sent to Italy to live with the family for a few years. Then, when she gets to like 14, 15, um, she then gets sent off to boarding school because the mafia are being. The police are just after them. They're about to yeah. crack down on them. Um, so. When reading and seeing what was happening, she realised that everything she had been told was a lie about the mafia. She realised that the mafia was actually a force of corruption and evil because she had just grown up with it that they were the good guys. They are the people who look out for her. So, yeah. psychologically, they must be good. But once she's um, outside of
2: that world, it's like, oh no, they are. They're the villains. One, they're, we're the baddies. Once she goes
1: to boarding school out of being surrounded the 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 curtains start getting pulled across and she starts seeing outside like oh fuck actually yeah. are we the baddies um, and she basically realised that her own family had headed this like force of corruption and evil in Gotham City and at age 16 she returns to Gotham City to spend Christmas with her uncle however she hates everyone there she turns up and they invite her because like the last time they'd seen her she was cool she was one of them and yeah. then she turns up and she realises she hates everyone there now. She's like, you're all evil. You're all, you're all
2: criminals. Yeah, so it's um, like she's lost her family all over again.
1: Exactly. Helena witnesses her family uh, was only was only frightened of one thing. There's only one thing that they're frightened of at this party in Gotham City, and that's Batman. Ah. Um, and so ba- Batman crashed the party and fought with them, inspired by the way Batman frightened and defeated the people she hated the most. Helena realized that she could fight them, too, by following his example and then taking them down from the inside.
2: It's a class. It, it, it's a really good like motivation for the character, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, like she, she doesn't. At the minute, she's just full of hate and anger, doesn't know what to do. And then it's like, oh, here's someone doing something. I'm going to do that.
1: Yeah, because th- that's the only time she's ever seen them afraid, like fully afraid, Yeah, was when he showed up. So she returns to S- Switzerland for school, where she plots her revenge, or her vengeance, um, she went to her old house in Sicily, which had since been abandoned as a result of her uncle and cousin being arrested. She went back and she got all the gear that was still in the barn. She got the crossbow and a number of items for her crusade that she had been practising with. Um, she enrolled in a university in Palermo and she learned all about the mafia. She constructed her costume and a number of weapons. She basically seen herself as like a nun. She was devoted to her quest for vengeance. That's cool.
2: it. That's really fucking yeah! cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: One of my favorite characters, she's so fucking cool. Um and so she has a pursuit of vengeance and then she goes back to Gotham cuz she's like this is where I'm going to do it
2: cuz that's where like the mafia is based. Primarily, not like that particular in, brand in, of it, Well,
1: that's where her family would grow up, so there would have been other mafias there, and also right. like her family still have root there, like her cousins and stuff would all still be there. So, though Batman knew the entire time that it was Huntress under the cape and cowl, he eventually ordered to give ordered her to give it up. So she does this for a little while, and she uh, she de- she starts doing some small things like helping out here and there, but she is very rough in terms of right. she is killing that is straight up like there's no p- coming back um, she it's so murder in the beginning of her career murder was considered not only an option but like the the only choice
2: yeah it's a necessity like it's like it has to happen
1: so she would break into like a mafia's house or like at the dawn of whatever crime gang it was middle of the night and she would start at the bottom like arrow style and work her way up, and just shooting everyone with a crossbow, one by one, stabbing, just that's very breaking necks. Yeah, yeah and fi- then work her way up to him, and then say, you killed my fucking family, and then kill him, and then walk out. And Batman's obviously like, that's fucked up, we don't do that.
2: Yeah, this isn't okay. What you do is you put him in the hospital. you break all of
1: his bones so he'll never walk again
2: (laughs) that's real justice
1: um and so uh she she was basically kind of on the outside of the Bat family for many many years uh for the sole reason that like obviously her violent attitude uh did not go well with batman batman's like violent attitude in the right way but don't be killing people
2: yeah that's like that's that's the rule. That's the one yeah. main rule that we have. Um, but And so, like,
1: he eventually lets her go until she goes too far, and then he orders her to give it up. Um, and the Bruce and Barbara Gordon actually would later give her outfit to Cassandra Cain um, oh, for a right. little bit. So Cassandra okay. Cain is also a great character that I think we should do another report on because she's that so cool. back
2: in the day, yeah.
1: Uh, as well. Um, and it was just during No Man's Land uh, that massive storyline, where uh, in comic books, where she basically Batman, she earned some of Batman's respect. And what also earned her Batman's respect was on Christmas Eve, the Joker attacked her, and Joker shot the Huntress five times that night. But she survived the encounter and fully recovered. In doing so, Helena earned Batman's respect. <laughs>
2: He can really take five bullets. That's what I am looking <laughs> My for. My God,
1: <laughs> fair fucks to you, lad.
2: Because <laughs> like, cause his parents only got one each. So like,
1: <laughs> see, and they and they were weak. They yeah. they were. She is actually like real tough. Whereas his parents, little fucking bitches. Actually, by this logic. <laughs>
2: That's he's spent years and that's what he's that's the conclusion he's come to. <laughs> so
1: he's worked it out. <laughs> he's like he's like Jason Todd beaten by a crowbar. That's that's okay, but getting shot five times. Oh boy. Oh, you must be one tough motherfucker. and um, said Jason
2: was hit by a crowbar and exploded.
1: True, but to be fair, no
2: bullets. So actually still weak. Still, still the weakest bullets are the most dangerous thing in the world <laughs>
1: than a bomb <laughs> um, to curb to curb Helena's violent attitude Batman then nominated her for a position in the Justice League with the idea that maybe she's surrounded by people who aren't murderous psychopaths she will be less murdery and psychopathy
2: like let's just punish her in the Avengers like
1: <laughs> <laughs> basically so the idea is if we put her near Superman hope surely some of that has
2: to rub off like
1: even a tenth of it could rub off on her however Batman revoked her membership when she was about to kill Prometheus almost immediately after joining so she's like well Prometheus is real bad we've actually done a report on Prometheus really cool character nearly killed the Justice League but um, she's like he's a really bad guy I'm gonna kill him And immediately Batman revokes her membership and is just like, okay, she has to learn the fucking thing. Great stuff, fantastic.
2: You had one chance.
1: Yeah. After a series of murders, which seemingly pointed to her as the killer, Hunters became wanted by Batman and Nightwing. Um, Fortunately for her, she tumbled into the bay where she was picked up and rescued by The Question. Um, Ah. So she's now wanted by Batman and Nightwing. Because they're like, okay, that that's way too far. Even for us, that's yeah, fucked.
2: You, you've crossed our line, which is pretty fucking yeah. fast and loose most um, of
1: the time. <laughs> So the question shows up, and uh, he takes her away, and she's taken to Canada, where she's trained by the question sensei for three months. The two then travel back to Gotham, where she shares the story of becoming the Huntress. Um, And they kind of actually have a bit of a romantic relationship at this point as well, um, Mm -hmm. which they also have in the Justice League Unlimited show, which is, there's an episode called there's an episode called Double Date where the two of them go out and you also have uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow go out and they they have a bit of a fight and it's called Double Date haha <laughs> very good <laughs>
2: sounds lovely sounds lovely I think, it's se-
1: I think it's season 4 episode 6 I'm not quite sure what episode it is I'm sorry like jeez yeah, I'm gonna watch that exact episode and it better be could you just by the really quickly if it's close yeah. to episode 6 that's fucking amazing dude Double the, Date Justice um, League Unlimited
2: Just. just, just <laughs> really
1: the unlimited track. it might be season Season 3 Because I don't know If that classifies As unlimited as well I think it Bubble might be dead. Uh, Season 2 Episode 6 <laughs>
2: oh, Season 2 Episode 6
1: <laughs> But season yeah, 1 Is like 40 amateur. episodes Long isn't it Or some shit I don't know I don't, I um, don't know I, th- I knew it was episode six. That's My brain is very strange. However, when Huntress <laughs> was discovered, Huntress then discovered who had been framing her. And she discovered more than she bargained for. She discovered her true father as being Santo Casamento, which is not what she knew at this point. Oh, um, shit. And he was responsible for the death of her family. So this is when it all came out. Because up until this point, she just thought some lad turned up. And killed her whole family. in some like other
2: mobster, like...
1: In a mob hit, yeah. And it's not it until a- this moment that she realises her actual biological father hired a hitman to kill her whole family.
2: What? So, so she's been going around killing her believed family this whole time, the Bartonelli's. Yeah. But... It, like there's a whole other family she could be killing.
1: <laughs> she's like, so many missed opportunities for killing families. So as a result, Helena asked a favor for her, of uncle of her uncle Tommaso Santo was lured to the docks and was killed by Tommaso's men. So she got her uncle, who's still in the mob, in the mob, to mm-hmm. ha, to lure Santo out into the into the docks and kill him. The question was not happy with this was like did you do that she's like well he's dead now isn't he that's problem solved
2: Yeah. what does it matter what I did
1: what does it matter who I asked or who I didn't ask I mean um, and he inquired when the killing would stop and that's at the point where the question actually ends it with her and like he leaves it because he, he thought she was on the up he spent so many months with the sensei trying to like quell all of her anger and then this yeah. was her moment she was like well I didn't kill him I just hired people to kill him. That's different. It's like, is it though? Is it though? <laughs> I don't have to kill you, but I'm not going to save you kind of
2: logic. Yeah, it's like, it's, 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 it's weak. It's weak enough. You're on thin ice kind of.
1: Yeah. Um, but however, Batman eventually did supply Helena with a new uniform and a bike. Um, so this is after many years and she kind of, she becomes a bit less of a vigilante and a bit more of a hero. Um, And it goes on for months and years, and eventually she earns his respect. So I think Nightwing uh, and her get on very well. Um, And so Nightwing eventually, like, Bruce, she's actually not bad. Give her a chance. Give her a chance. And so Batman eventually supplies her with Helena with a new uniform and bike after she helps them out on a lot of different missions. And um, she would later return the favor by actually saving Batman's life. Um, he took a fall in Crime Alley by, by fighting off attackers and putting, um, he, he basically nearly died in Crime Alley and she turns up in the last bit and puts him into the Batmobile um, and gets him out of there and he wow. would have died otherwise. In the same
2: place his parents died.
1: Very, very ironic. Um, Huntress remarked in hindsight that he'd actually never even thanked her for her heroism.
2: Of course not. Why would he? He's the worst.
1: (laughs) So uh, a short time later, the scarecrow, working with the mysterious Hush, drugged her and manipulated Helena into attacking Catwoman, who she perceived as her old self. With the aid of Batman, the scarecrow's drugs wore off and Helena made a full recovery. But she then soon found herself allied with Oracle and Black Canary fighting crime. And this is when they officially announced the Birds of Prey because they were fighting alongside each other quite a lot with Oracle being the, the person in the chair. And then mm-hmm. you have um, Huntress and Black Canary out in the field together just kicking everyone's ass.
2: The, the, yeah. And then this is where the Birds of Prey run starts, right?
1: Yeah, so then they start the f- official Birds of Prey run, where these I would say these are like the big tree of the Birds of Prey. Um they've mm-hmm. had like different iterations where they've put like Catwoman in it for a while and then like you have other you have other iteration where they throw other people into it but like I think as when I think of that I think of Huntress and then Black Canary and then Oracle
2: yeah, like you think of the 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 standard lineup of the Justice League. Like, there's usually a Batman or a Superman or a mm. Flash or Wonder Woman. Like, it's somewhere yeah. that some combination of those. But there's usually the the central ones.
1: And I just wanted to finish off with a very small story that I really, really loved uh, that she was involved in just before the new 52 it all came in. In that, um, so this goes on for a while that she's with the Birds of Prey and she has, she becomes really good friends with them. But eventually, after a while, she, re, she kind of fears that Oracle is manipulating her just like Batman. And she's feeling a lot of guilt over her past and all of her murders and she's, she, she has Taking a lot of a while. guilt. <laughs> um she then abruptly leaves the group. She leaves uh, the birds of prey um, and she returns to Gotham um, and using a uh, she basically offers the mafia a deal. She goes back to Gotham and she says, look, I know I've killed a lot of you in previous years and years gone by, but I would like to come in and be. And would like to help you eliminate the competition. Because her logic is, if I join you, I can get rid of all the other mobs. And then there will just be you. And the mob crew, they're like, that sounds like a good idea. We'd love to have you, par. Yeah, she's You're like, real good at killing mobsters. She's really good at killing mobsters. So this was all infiltrating the mob. It's actually a plan that she came up with herself. But she's like... They're like, why would you want to join? She's like, I'm a Nelly, Like, I'm an original mobster here in Gotham City. Like, my family is royalty. Yeah. And and I'm a stone-cold killer. And you could bring me into the fold and allow me into your crew. And then I will help you rise to the top of Gotham.
2: And so to make it more believable, she makes the birds of prey think that she's abandoned them.
1: She, like, leaves the birds of prey. She leaves everyone and is just like... I'm all on my own. And they're like, are you not part of the God- ba- ba- Family?" No, I fucking hate them. They're dickheads. Like, I haven't worked with them in months.
2: Yeah. Well, okay, it's not the best plan in the world, but fair play they, for
1: them. The mob, they aren't thinking logically and they accept her offer because they're like, holy shit, this is gold mine. We have... She's got all the information on Bat-Bad. She knows how they think. This is fantastic. And so they bring her in um, and she set her plan in motion by setting the mobs against each other. Basically, like, trying to rile them all up so they will all just kill each other eventually.
2: So she's just, like, shaking the fucking, like, nest of bees. It's, like,
1: it's, just- the, it's like the Red Hood Jason Todd approach to be like, let's just fuck shit up and let's watch them all kill each other. He's yeah. probably more so open to blowing everyone up. But her job is to, like... She'll give this mob the location of where the other mob is, or the other mob location of where a third mob is, or where a deal is going down between two mobs, and then the third one shows up and just kills everyone. And they're like, they're all just killing each other.
2: But she's just like puppet mastering this whole thing. Yes. Wild. Wild. Um, She's really smart as well then.
1: Oh, it really, really is smart, but like, ruthless. That's... And so Batman's finally got out the murder power of her, but she will then just get them to kill each other because she thinks that's the biggest justice of all if they just fucking kill each other, the bastards.
2: That's a really interesting mindset. It's just like, <laughs> I won't kill you myself, but you'll, you'll but kill like, each other. You
1: all are worthless. You're all part of the mobs and the mafias and I fucking hate all of you. I don't care if one of you shoots the other one. Like, yeah. go shoot them. It doesn't matter.
2: It's just, it's going to happen anyway at some point, so I'll just yeah. speed it up.
1: Uh, Batman eventually confronts her But is pleasantly surprised when Huntress basically reveals her whole plan to him. And he's just like, holy shit, that's actually just crazy enough that it might work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Batman is just like, yeah, no, this is fine. This This is a great
1: idea. And then uh, the new 52 came in, so they stopped doing that plot. But that's one of my favorite plots that never got fully developed. Um, So powers and abilities, Sean, I mean, basically everything. Uh, Archery. Mm-hmm. She carries her trademark crossbows on her at all times. Whether they're dual-mounted mini crossbows or one large crossbow is up to her. She has a proficiency to use both. She's once used a single bowl to split a bullet in two.
2: Jesus Christ. Mm. Pretty good. Do you, um, I will say I like I like one big crossbow instead of two little ones. I think that be yeah, cooler. Yeah. Okay. says more. Um, it says you have more confidence in yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, it has to be one bolt.
2: Yeah, 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 and then like when you're out of bolts, you start swinging it around and doing. Yeah, a of course yeah. you do.
1: Um, criminology. Huntress grew up in a criminal environment that later spent a few years surrounded by gangs and criminals. She's the most. She's one of the most streetwise heroes, basically, um, who stayed on straight and narrow. In terms of driving, she's able to pilot the Batmobile at high-stress and combat situations, as well as her own motorcycle. She obviously has a motorcycle with her. Um, Firearms. Over the years, Huntress realised that firing and reloading bolts at armed individuals may not be the most effective way um, even if they were most the most not lethal, she's adopted her arsenal over time to include various firearms. Investigation. Batman himself has mentioned Huntress's prowess during investigation situations. She is credited as the Batman of the Birds of Prey team, and regularly spends oh. her free time. Sol- she spends her free time solving cold cases, especially when the
2: mafia is involved in them. So when when it gets quiet, she'll just like casually solve. A case that the GCPD has been working on for years. Yes. Yeah, that's really um, fun.
1: Bat- Batman stated that her um, her atlas of organized crime in Gotham is, and in his own words, Sean outstanding work. Oh. Which, That's, by Batman's levels, is, I suppose, the
2: greatest thing he's ever seen. It's Yeah, it's like the cure for cancer in terms of <laughs> Batman's like, like,
1: Batman has never said anything is outstanding. So when he says it's outstanding, he means, holy fuck, I would be proud if I did this myself.
2: The only time anything's ever been outstanding is when he's looking for rent off of his multiple tenants. <laughs>
1: That is fucking atrocious. <laughs> Move <laughs> on. <laughs> martial arts. Huntress is very much a street fighter before honing her skills in martial arts. She spent many years getting into intentional fights just to prove her mettle over and over again. I she love has that. since f- She has since fine-tuned her skill after years of work with Black Canary, who Black Canary, if you don't know, is like one of the best fighters at all of DC Comics an absolute just like fighting machine um, she learned various disciplines of martial arts enough to challenge a- even Lady Shiva who is, is the, the best fighter who is the best fighter in all of DC Comics yes um, if you haven't heard of Lady Shiva I would like to do a report on her as well because she's think of she trained Batman is the way to yeah,
2: as a yeah. human
1: she is peak fighter There's nobody that can defeat her
2: that's yeah so yeah that's all you need to know about that character but do a report on her anyway I mean but like yeah, that's yeah. like her her selling point Um
1: she's got a dragon style kung fu which is pretty good Um stick fighting she, although she prefers to use her martial arts and hand to hand combat uh she's been able to she also uses a battle staff uh a lot of times as well cool Um coolest weapon she's got peak human f- uh, condition obviously Um I don't she's got stealth, she's got throwing. So like she's seen as the batman of the birds of prey. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, like any
2: any skill she has, she has just honed it to like the best it can be.
1: Yeah. Transportation, she's got her motorcycle. Her weapons are the crossbow and the battle staff. I love a battle staff. Um which is collapsible as well, Sean, which is sort <sighs> of I my also like
2: kind of a staff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the Tim Drake staff that I fucking love yeah. it's like a collapsible one that can it's like, like it fits sp- on
2: your belt and then it's a metre yeah! and a half long oh, spring it so
1: out um, uh, her first costume was actually modelled after that of the Heroic Earth 2 version so originally she had like her legs exposed and I think like it came up to her shoulders And but she's since like added basically
2: she's covered head to toe now yeah, yeah it's like tactical gear now
1: yeah um, she uh, has also Has a lot of similarities With Marvel's The Punisher Both lost their loved ones That have an Italian descent uh, They were both also devout Catholics um, And both vowed to destroy Every organised crime unit They encounter But Huntress is a current member Of the Justice League While Punisher still remains A murderous lone anti-hero Who the Avengers will not touch
2: Because <laughs> he is too far gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's my report on the Huntress
2: show. She's really, really cool. I love, like, uh, like human characters in DC that are basically meta-humans because of how fucking driven they are.
1: Like, they're just peak, peak human. They're, they're Steve uh, Rogers, basically. Yeah,
2: like, peak human conditioning. And the, train
1: uh, through hate, yeah, that's
2: a key. That's a key. It's just, just like vengeance. anger. Vengeance. Vengeance. I just vengeance. love vengeance. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a really good report, Connor. Do you want me to take us out? Sure, why not? Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back uh, on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday. Next Friday, I'll have a Hero or Zero. There will be a Spider Verse review at some point as well. So take a look out for that thank you for supporting us on Patreon if you do thank you for considering it if you don't yet the link is below it's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast and donating over there uh, you get extra shows and stuff like that and it also just helps to keep the show going uh, every single week and every single month um, there is a merch store as well heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod the 4 is the number 4 Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So also let everyone know. Let us know how you feel about Huntress. Yeah, so just yeah.
1: Leave that on the Spotify think.
2: Yeah, and also the intro because he did fuck that up at the start. Let's I'm trying to forget.
1: get rid of the intro thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've it kind all of. Lawless. I'm Sean charmer.
1: I will see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.